and uh, we continue moving along. So today's daf is daf Memvav, page forty-six, and we pick up from Ha'isa Sukkah Le'atzmai Oimer, okay, which is the last word, five lines from the top of Memvav Amaralu forty-six a. And now we're going to talk about the brachas of Sukkah. Ha'isa Sukkah Le'atzmai Oimer. We have, we have the place, last word, five lines from the top. A person who makes a Sukkah for himself says. So you make a listen to this. You hit this. You make a shachyanu when you make a sukkah for yourself, not for others. Shachyanu is a bracha you make by a personal time of joy. When you go in to sit in the sukkah for the mitzvah, you say Asher kedushuni b'mitzvaysa b'tzivuni leishev basukkah. The kivan shabirach yamrishayin. And once you make a bracha on day number one. You don't make a bracha on the rest of the days, says the Gemara. Whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down over here. Kasha Lulav Alulav. Kasha Sukkah Asukkah. We have a contradiction in Lulav and we have a contradiction in Sukkah. Do you make it in one place we find you only make it on the first day? Another Bryson, all seven days. Now by Sukkah also we have a contradiction the opposite way. So Gemara says, Vishma Lulav Alulav like Kasha by Lulav. You could say there's no contradiction. When the base of Miklish was around and there was a Chiyab Dairaisa, a biblical obligation every day to take the Dalit Minim. So we'll say that you got to make a bracha every day. But nowadays we'll say there's only a bracha on the Al Bal Natilas Lulav on day number one, which is Dairaisa. But by Sukkah, which is a Chiyab Dairaisa, is a biblical obligation throughout millennia for all time. So we have a contradiction. You can't say, oh, once, you know, previously it was the Raisa, now it's the Rabbanon. That type of answer is not going to fly. Says the Gemara to answer the contradiction. Tanoihi, it is actually a Machlekes Tanoim. Okay, now what is he Machlekes Tanoim? The Tanya. Because we learned in a brisa, listen to this fascinating brisa. The time we learned in a brisa, whenever somebody puts on tefillin, you make a new bracha. Divrei Rabbi, this is the opinion of Rabbi. Okay, you hear this? Very interesting. So there's a mitzvah tefillin throughout the day. As long as it's light outside, there's a mitzvah of tefillin. Says Rabbi, despite the fact that the mitzvah is continuous, if I take my tefillin off, if I stop the mitzvah of tefillin, I need to use the restroom, whatever it is, as we're going to see, then you make a new bracha every time it goes back on. That is the opinion of Rebbe when it comes to tefillin. But keep in mind, what's the main idea to notice? The mitzvah tefillin is throughout the day. It's a continuous mitzvah. But despite that, I'm making a new bracha. Okay. The Chacham say, no. You make a bracha one time in the morning. Zehu. Elishach Mavad means in the morning because hopefully people are Zrizim Akdim and Lemitzis, doing Mitzis, but it doesn't literally mean in the morning. It means once a day. You make a bracha once a day. You Hopefully it's going to be in the morning. Okay? Fine. Now, what do you see from here? You see from here that when the mitzvah is one continuous zman, according to the Chachamim, you only say the bracha once. Hence, sukkah, which is day and night, it never stops. The Chum are going to say, you only make a leishev sukkah once on day number one. But Rabbi, Yehuda, Rabbi is going to be of the opinion that no, every time you sit in a sukkah to eat, 
you're going to make a leishe basukah because you stopped like tefillin. I, I have a mitzvah tefillin continuous. Oh, I took it off. Put it back on. New bracha. Same with eating. I ate. I stopped. I left the sukkah. Whatever it was, I benched. Now you're doing it again. You make another bracha. So we had a. We thought we had a contradiction. Do you make a leishe basukah only on day one, or you do it day seven? The answer is machlekes. According to the chamim, it's only going to be day number one. According to Rabbi Yehuda's approach to tefillin, it's going to be all seven days. Imar, we learned. Avai, Yomar, Hochesukah, Rabbi. Avai says, Allah is like Rabbi, that every time you put on tefillin, you make a new bracha. Rabbi, Yomar, Hochesukah, Rabban. Rabbi says, Allah is like the Rabban. You only do it once a day. Amar, Rabbi, Mari, Bra, the Bar Shmuel, the Bar Shmuel. Rabbi, Mari, the grandson of Shmuel, through Shmuel's daughter, says, Chazina, Leila, Rabba, Doyavid, Kishmaitzei. I saw Rava, who said, yeah, that you, uh, you only do it once. <coughs> I saw Rava, <coughs> that he didn't practice what he preached. In the morning, he'd go use the bathroom. He'd come out, he'd wash his hands. He would make a bracha. And if he had to use the bathroom again, so you see, every time he put his tefillin on, he made a bracha, like Rabbi's opinion. Okay? So, apparently, here's what all the Gemara is coming out with. Apparently, and you're allowed to do this. This is also a very uh, uh, beautiful sight in life. You're allowed to change your mind. Right? Something that we, we had an opinion of, uh, even a day ago, or a month ago, or a year ago, or especially ten years ago, you're allowed to develop your thoughts. Yeah? Five years ago, we said something, and now I changed my mind. Yeah, hopefully we're a little bit smarter, a little bit, uh, a little bit more, you know, every day. So originally we had a machleik as and Rava. Comes along Rav Mari, and he says, by the way, I want you to know, it must be that Rava backed out of his machleik as with Abai. And therefore, says the Gemara, the halacha is, since everybody agrees with Rebbe, that whenever you're obligated to remove your tefillin and you put them back on, you make a new bracha, so too by sukkah. Whenever you stop eating in a sukkah and then you restart eating in a sukkah, we make a leishev basukkah, which we know is the halacha. Okay, beautiful. Amar Marzutra, Marzutra says, Chazin of papi, Whenever he would put on tefillin, he would make another bracha. Okay, so far so good. We pasken like that, right? Rabbanon the Ravashi and the Rabbanon said, and the Rabbanon, the yeshiva guys, in Ravashi's yeshiva, call emas demashmashi behu mevarchi. Whenever they would touch the tefillin, they would make a bracha as well. Okay, they make a bracha as well. Now this is a fascinating concept of them making a new bracha every time, and um, what this has to do with is the mitzvah of tefillin is a continuous mitzvah. However, it also is crucial to have das, to have knowledge and a person's mind on their tefillin, which is why nowadays we don't wear tefillin throughout the day because we don't have that mental power. Not only are we walking in the streets of Gullus, where tefillin, unfortunately, don't always belong, but we just don't have the... the we can't halt cup. We can't, so whenever the yeshiva guys of Ravashi would touch their tefillin, would mean refocus, refocus in the tefillin. It, was, it wasn't even the placement. It was like a new mitzvah. It was a new mitzvah. Every time, oh, now, uh, I had hadas. 
touch it. It's like a, so they will make a bracha even then. Fascinating. Um, Rav Yudah, Shmuel. Rav Yudah says the name of Shmuel. Mitzvah, Lulav, Kol Shiva. The mitzvah of Lulav lasts for all seven days of Sukkot. And therefore, we're under, the, the way that this is written, it seems to imply, Kol Shiva, that each day is a new mitzvah. Why? Because remember, there's no mitzvah of Lulav at night. So if mitzvah is Lulav Kol Shiva, so I have a mitzvah on day number one, the mitzvah stopped that night. Now I have a mitzvah day number two. I'm going to make a bracha every day on my Dalad Min. Shubalevi says, Yom, Yom Rishon Mitzvah Lulav. Only on the first day is the mitzvah of Lulav. Over here, referring to the biblical mitzvah of Lulav, he's saying you make a bracha. Mikan ve'elach mitzvah zakenim. And according to him, if it's a mitzvah zakenim, um, you are not going to make a bracha. I, Bakaimalan, Yom Rishon. Of Rav Yitzhak Gamar, and Rav Yitzhak says, Kol mitzvah He says that no, even on the first day, there's no Chiyav Dairaisa. It's always Mid Rabbanon. Says the Gemara, what are you talking about? How can you say that the mitzvah of Lulav, which says, is a Din on the first day? I mean, we know. Well, we know the Psukim. We've gotten so far. We're up to Daf Memvav Kanainahara Mesechasukha. Yeah, we we we're familiar. What what do you what do we mean that there's no din dairais on day number one? So Gemara says you're right. That didn't make any sense to us. Rather, Ema bar rishon. What he means is that every that it's always a din derabanon besides for day number one. Now let's pause for a minute. The Gemara is going to ask the obvious question, and which is, we just said, let's follow what what just happened in the last step. The Gemara says. According to Rabbi Yehuda, there's a new mitzvah of lulav every day. According to Rabbi Shuv and Levi, there's a there's a there's a mitzvah dairaisa day number one. The rest is the rabbanon. Comes along Rabbi Yitzchak and says mitzvah dairaisa on day number one, and the rabbanon every other. Aren't you saying the same thing as Rabbi Shuv and Levi? If we're changing Rabbi Yitzchak, he's not. He's just he's just repeating. What Rabbi Shubal Levi said, ask the Gemara, Yochi, Hanad Rabbi Shubal Levi, why are you bring in Rabbi Yitzchak? So the Gemara says, You're right, he's not saying anything different. Similarly, in other words, we're mentioning that there's, a, there's, two, there's two people who hold the same opinion. Okay, fine. We're sticking to our guns, though, that there's no way Rabbi Yitzchak holds that day number one is the Rabbana. Because as we know, the Pasuk of Lakachtam Lacham Yamirishim. Okay. The Afrav Sabala Kol Shiva Mitzvah Rab holds that all seven days there's a chiyuv to make a bracha on the lulav. Damro chiyuv barashi amarav hamadlik ner shalchanika tzarech levarech. Okay, see here is even if you hold, and this is lemaisa how we paskin. We're going to talk about ner in a minute, but ultimately this is a crucial, crucial step for a yid, and that is you know what we're saying here. Says Rab, who we paskin like. It's important that we realize, although we've been dealing with, oh, is it Daraisa, Darabonon, Daraisa, you make a bracha, Darabonon, you don't make a bracha, says Rab, uh-uh. Practically speaking, Halucha when there's a chi of Darabonon, you say, Asher Kiddushanu b'mitzvaysa You say, when, I, when we follow the Darabonon, when there's a commandment from the rabbis, that is a command from the Rabbani Shleilam. And therefore, you, it's appropriate and necessary 
to make the same bracha. Just because something changed from Daraisa to Rabbanon, meaning just because Lulav on day number one is Daraisa and the remaining six days is the Rabbanon, does not mean that on the last six days you don't make a bracha. No. Even if it's the Rabbanon, you make a bracha. Okay. How do you know that? Because we find the same thing by Hanukkah. All right, let's talk about Hanukkah. Here we go. Rabbi Yirmiyomar, says, Not when you light the Hanukkah Menorah do you make a bracha, but when you see a Menorah lit, you're driving down the street, and you see a Menorah lit, you make a bracha as well. Now Rashi says, this is only true if you yourself did not make the bracha on your own Menorah. You yourself did not light, did it, did not light your Menorah. Rabbi Yirmiyomar says, you could, uh, you could make the bracha now. Okay. Um, what bracha do you make on Menorah? On day number one of Hanukkah, there's three brachas that we make. Okay? And we're, uh, what are the three brachas that we make? Right? We make Lahadlik Ner Shachanukkah, Sha'asa Nisim, and Shachion. Nikan Ve'elach, after day number one. I'm sorry. Yemrishan Hamadik Mubarak Shalish. On day number one, the one who if you if you're lighting the menorah to get your mitzvah, you'd say three, right? And Haraya Mubarak Shlaim. If you just see the candles, then you're gonna make two brachas. Okay? Um, and what are you gonna make? So since you didn't light it, you can't say Lahadlik Ner Shalchanika, but you could make Sha'asa Nisim, because you're part of the Persume Nisa, this publicizing of the miracle. And you make a Shachion, but you don't make Hamad. After the first night of Hanukkah, the one who lights the menorah makes two brachas, and the one who sees it just makes shosanisen. I where's there a command? Says in the Torah, the Chachamim tell us something. Don't change it. Don't turn away from it. Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak Omar Sha'alavicha V'yagidcha Ask your father, he'll tell it over to you Referring to the Chachamim Okay, it says the Gemara Maimim Mayet Which bracha do you take out after day number one? Zman, Shachiyonu, Ema Mimayet Neis But maybe you're, we take out Sha'asa Nisim No, Neis Koyuma Isay No, the bracha that we're removing is Shachiyonu It's not Sha'asa Nisim Because the miracle happened on all the other days, okay? Now, interestingly, keep in mind, the famous, yeah, there's a little bit of humor, the famous kasha of the Beis Yosef, yeah? What do you mean it was a miracle for all eight days? Not true. The miracle is seven days. Because one day, they had enough oil for it. The oil lit, and the, the miracle was an additional seven days. So that was the miracle. What about the original one? Okay, so the basic answer they give is that the first day miracle is that they found the oil in the first place. Right? Many other answers. But the newest answer they came up with is due to COVID. Due to COVID. Uh, the, that's, why, that's why we have an extra day of Hanukkah. What's the shaykhs? No shaykhs. But that's, uh, that's what's going on nowadays. The newest answer. Okay. Here we go. Beautiful. Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak Masilo Behedio. Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak would teach this halacha that you make a bracha every day on lulav straight out, explicitly. Amar Rav Kol Shiva Mitzvah Lulav. Rav says that on all seven days of Sukkot, 
we make our bracha on lulav kabaldik. Okay. Here we go. A person who makes a sukkah. Keep in mind, we're making the sukkah now, building it. When you build the sukkah, you make a shachiyana. When you sit in it, you say, Okay. Let's say you have a sukkah that is already made. If you could do something new, lift up the schach, something like that, so then you uh, you make a bracha, okay? Imlav. If not, when you go into the sukkah, then you also make your leishe basukkah and the shachiyonu. He says you should know practically speaking. I saw Rav Kahana. He only made all the brachas by kiddush. He never made a bracha on the actual building of the sukkah okay so there's a mitzvah to build the sukkah okay there's a mitzvah to build the sukkah but the completion of the mitzvah of sukkah this is a very about whether the building of the sukkah itself warrants the shechianu or whether since the sukkah, the purpose of the sukkah even granted it's a mitzvah to build it but the, since the purpose of the sukkah ultimately is fulfilled through eating in the sukkah or sleeping in the sukkah so do you wait to make a shechianu when you're actually completing the ultimate goal of why you built it in the first place. Yeah, go ahead, Rick. Tana Rabbanon, the rabbis learned, and so should we. Fascinating, Bryce. Here it is. A person has many mitzvahs to do. I'm about to perform so many mitzvahs. Do you make a bracha on each individual mitzvah, or do you just say, Okay? So the Brisa says, you just say Allah mitzvahs, you don't need to make a separate one for each mitzvah. You do each one alone. Each mitzvah gets its own bracha. My time of the Rabbi Yehuda. What is the reason for Rabbi Yehuda that each mitzvah gets its own bracha? Why can't you say Allah mitzvahs? Baruch Hashem, Yom Yom. Yeah, you bless Hashem every day. What do you mean bless Him every day? Bless Him every day and every night. Yeah, you, you, oh, you stop saying Baruch Hashem at night. Right? Of course, we're always saying Baruch Hashem. Rather, the Pesach is telling us, Every day, a person should make brachas that are appropriate for that day. Meaning, Let's say, here's the example Rashi gives. Let's say you have Shabbos Yom Tif, Right? Yom Tif falls out on Shabbos. You're going to say, you're going to stand there and you're going to make a bracha of Asher Kishon Zezvan Allah Mitzvahs? Or are you going to say, Asher Kishon, you're going to say, Mekadesh HaShabbos, Vahazmanim, right? And the proper time. You've got to mention each thing. That's Baruch Hashem Yimam. Anything that happens that's appropriate for that day, you got to mention the specifics. Therefore, hachanami, so too, by, by other mitzvahs as well. Anything that happens, beautiful. Talk about each mitzvah. Don't group it together and get it out of the way. Each, each mitzvah is a new opportunity, a new approach in our relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It must be mentioned. 
Yomar of Zerbi Timachin Bar Popo. Bo Reish like me, she like me, because Baruch Midos Bas Vedam. Come and look at the difference between Akadosh Baruch Hu and flesh and blood. Midos Bas Vedam. When it comes to flesh and blood, what happens? Kli Rekon. When you have something that is empty, we turn to the top of Memvav Amud Beis. Machzik. You could put something in it. When you have an empty bottle, you could fill it up. Mole. If the kli is full, now it's full. Try adding something to it. You can't. Things that are full can hold more beautiful. And things that are empty hold nothing. The more a person has depth, the more a person has knowledge, the more a person is connected and full with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the more capable we are. That is from uh, Rav Pesach Kron, uh, this famous, the Vart that he tells over, Adam is Ma'id, right? The letters Adam, Aleph, Dalit, Mem, a human is the same letters as Ma'id, Mem, Aleph, Dalit. We don't know what we're capable of because they were unlimited. It's unlo- a person is unlimited. As soon as we think, I can't do it, you're right. Tendler right now is not capable of doing it, but once I do the next step, that'll, that'll all of a sudden open up further to allow me to do more. But we view things like Basavadam. Eh, I'm empty now. So, uh, you know? But no, the more full a person is, the more we can hold. When a person's empty, the less it can hold. Taka limited, taka stunted. If you listen, then you'll be able to listen again. If you don't listen the first time, you're not going to be Zaycha to move on to the next step. Another way to understand this, if you listen to the older things, you'll be able to listen to new things. You'll have more. You have old, you take something in, you can get more. If a person is Yifna Lebovcha, if his heart turns away, he will not have the ability or opportunity to listen any further to the mitzvahs of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and unfortunately will be stunted in his connection and in his relationship to HaKadosh Baruch Okay, two dots, period. Here we go. Says the Gemara. After we performed the mitzvah of Dalad Minim on Eishana Rabbah, we took the Lulavim from the children, took the Dalad Minim, and the, we took the Esrug, and we took a bite out of it, yeah? We, we would use the Dalad Minim to have additional simcha, to have additional joy. All right, Om Rav Yechanan. Rav Yechanan says, "Esrog b'shvii aser." You hear this? On the seventh day of Sukkot, when there's a mitzvah dalad minim, the esrog is set aside for the mitzvah dalad minim throughout the day. So even though you pers- personally finished the mitzvah, you went to shul, you finished davening, and now you're done. Says Rav Yechanan, you're not allowed to you, get personal benefit from the esrog. It's still set aside for you. However, Bishmini Mutter, once Sukkot is over, we're now with the Shmini Atzeres, the next Yom Tif, okay? So then you're allowed to gain, you're allowed to have personal benefit. Sukkah, feel Bishmini Asura. But a, uh, Sukkah, anything that was used for the mitzvah of Sukkah, you're not allowed to get personal benefit from even on Shmini Atzeres, okay? There's an Afkamina between the Dalaminim and Sukkah as far as benefiting. says, no. Esrog afilu b'shvi'i nami mutter. 
Okay, now Rish Lakish is not talking about sukkah. No mention of sukkah. All he's mentioning is that an esrog is mutter even on day seven. Says more of Michael Liflegi. What is this? What is the underlying point of Machlaikas over here? Mar Savar Lemitzvasa is Katsoi. Reish Lakish says that on day seven, the esrog is only mukta, not for the day, for the mitzvah. So once the mitzvah is done, even if it's day number seven, I could go make esrog jelly. I could go uh, slice it up and eat it. It's only hukta for the mitzvah. I'm done the mitzvah. It's no longer hukta. Umar Sabar and Rebbechen uh, holds the Kuliyoma is katsai. Once it's set aside for a mitzvah to be done that day, that entire day, you're not allowed to have personal benefit, uh, personal benefit from it. Okay. Who says you're allowed to benefit from the Esrog on the seventh day once you finish the mitzvah? It says in the Mishnah that after the mitzvah, what did they do? They took the lulavim from the children and they ate their Esrogim. Hello? Rabbi Echanon. My love, who are the G'daylim? Yeah? Isn't this talking about the G'daylim? Yeah? The G'daylim took a bite. It says, Lord, Tinaik is Davka. Only the kids, only to, listen, not the kids ate the esrog. The kids who shook their esrog, their dalar minim, out of what they call chinuch sets, because of chinuch, so it was never really hooked to the mitzvah in the first place, says Rabbi Echidon. So they would take the, the, the chinuch esrogim that the children were holding and take a bite out of that on day seven, because those were never hooked to. Some say that instead of Rishlakish asking on Rebbechon, Rebbechon, who said that it is Muktzah the whole day, asked to You see, only the kids Esraigim were allowed and not the older ones. Otherwise, why are they taking it from the kids? Take their own, right? Yeah. That's, uh, that's usually how things go. That's usually how things go. Yeah, the kids got to give up first. That's uh, that's the standard mahalach. I find it uh, sometimes comical when, when uh, it comes up. We don't have it in our shul, and we have a different setup for kiddush now. But Amal, there was an issue that was going on in different in different shuls in the community where they they convened a meeting. What are they going to do about teaching kids proper manners to not take food before adults at a kiddush? Right, the adults should get first. What happens? The kids all stand around the food table. And they grab the food first. How it's a problem in chinuch, the chinuch problem. How are we going to teach the kids to uh, to to not take first? So I just shared a thought at at the time of the discussion. And I said I just want to make a point. Why should the adults go first? Why should adults go first? You know what happens when adults go first? They stand at the table. They take their time picking it out. They put stuff on their plate. They start schmoozing, and the kids are stuck in back. Only, only a kid needs to be a mensch. An adult doesn't need to be a mensch. Who says such a... The adults are... are it's, <laughs> why, why are we blaming the kids for a lack of mensch? Well, it's their fault. It's not their fault. Either make a separate kid's table so they can take a load. Or, you know, until you teach the adults, you, can, you teach the kids. Let the parents go ahead and teach their children. All right, but Rish Lakish is pointing out, Lamaisa. Practically speaking, the kids at Shreikim are the first ones to be taken away. Okay. According to Rabbi Echanan, 
who says that the esrog is hooked to the mitzvah the whole day, but on Shmini Atzeres, you're allowed to gain from it. Why can I not personally benefit from the, the sukkah on Shmini Atzeres, right? That was, that was the statement. You're allowed to benefit from the esrog on the eighth day. You cannot benefit from the sukkah on the eighth day. Why not? Omar Le'abai says, sukkah dechazir lebein hashmoshes, because sukkah, also the seventh day, going into the eighth day, is, uh, is meant to be used. And therefore, um, it's hooked to the mitzvah. The ES Ramile Sudasa, a person will be sitting and eating, boy mesa begave, you'd have to sit in a sukkah, and eat there. It's Katsoy Lebein Ashmoshes, and once it's set aside for Bein Ashmoshes, like we find by Shabbos, Migud is Katsoy Lebein Ashmoshes, Katsoy Lekul Yarmid Dishmini. But Esrik, the Loi Chazi Lebein Ashmoshes, and Esrik, which is not fit Bein Ashmoshes, because once you perform the mitzvah of Esrik in the morning, you're done. So there was no time going into the eighth day where there was a mitzvah. Why is Katsoy Lebein Ashmoshes, since it's not set aside for Bein Ashmoshes, so it's Katsoy Lekul Yarmid Dishmini, it's not set aside for the eighth day. Okay, very interesting. So that's, that's a, a beautiful explanation now. We had said a statement. On the eighth day of Sukkot, meaning on Shemini Atzeres, the Esrog you're allowed to benefit, the Sukkot not. Why? Because since the night going into the eighth day, Bein Hashmoshes, if you'd be, have a meal, you'd have to sit in the Sukkot, the Sukkot is like set aside for the eighth day as well, you can't benefit. But in the Esrog, you don't take Bein Hashmoshes, it's not set aside for the eighth day, you're allowed to benefit. But Levi Yom Levi says, Esrog Afilu Bishmini Yasser, and Esrog is Yasser even on, to benefit from on the eighth day. Babur, the Shmuel Amar Shmuel's father says, Esrog Bishvi Yasser, Bishmini Mutter. And Esrog is Yasser on the seventh day, but Mutter on the eighth day. Come, Babur, the Shmuel, Bishitase, the Levi. Shmuel's father got up and he said, Halacha is like Levi, one should not benefit on Shmini Atzeres. Come, Ravzera, Bishitase, Babur, the Shmuel. However, Ravzera got up and he said, Halacha is like the father of Shmuel, that, it, that uh, you're allowed to benefit on the, on the eighth day. You're not allowed to eat it for all seven days. Okay? So why all seven days? What happened to the eighth day? It must be on the eighth day. It's not katsai, It's not muktza, And you are allowed to gain personal benefit from it. Period. Amar Rav Zera, Rav Zera says another halacha. We're about two thirds of the way down. A person should not give his dalit minim to a child. On day number one of Yom Tiv. Don't hand it to a kid. Very practical. You ready for this? My time, why not? Because Yanuka Mikna Kani, a child under Bar Mitzvah, once he has enough das, can make an acquisition, can own things. However, he can't give it back. And since on day number one, you have to own it, if you give it to a kid to own, you can't, it can't be a matana manasla hachzir. The kid's stuck owning it. And it's, we're going to find once the kid gives it back, it's going to be a dalad minim that's not yours. Okay, now, you could circumvent this. How can you get around this? First, do it yourself, and then give it to your kid. Okay, the Seder. So now you already got your mitzvah, now your kid got it, you don't need it back. And on day number two, big deal if the kid owns it, you're allowed to use a borrowed lulav. But it's saying, Ruzair is saying, make sure until you perform your mitzvah not to give it as a matana when asked to a kid because the kid could take it as matana, but he can't be machsirid, he can't give it back. A person should never say to a child, I will give you something, and not follow through. You're teaching the kid how to lie. 
You're teaching the child to talk with Sheker. Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky would say the game that people play with kids when they hold a candy in their hand or something that the child wants and you hand it out and the kid sticks out oh, you pull it away. Anyway, you're having fun and the kid's not interested. He says, it's, it's rishos. What are you doing? Because you want to play a game of pretending to hand something to the kid and pull it away. The, the kid wants the candy. All you're teaching the kid is to lie. Yeah, do you want it? Oh, you can't have it. You want it? Okay, finally you give it to him after four or five times. Why, why are you doing that? You have to be careful. And uh, not to say or show something to a child. Say, I'm going to give it to you and not follow through. When we tell our children, other people's children, you say something to a child, it's uh, of utmost importance to, to teach uh, straight honest. And we have a machlaikas over here. It's the same machlaikas as uh, the beloved brother-in-laws. Rabbi Yechid. And then Reish Lakish did mar we learn. Tifra Shiva. So I give him a Shiva Yomim. Yiddish. Gabal. Yeah. One day when you become a gadol, people are going to start bringing their Esraigim to you, asking you to use their Esraigim. You're going to get a table full of Esraigim. Yeah. So... Somebody sets aside seven esrogim for each day a new anaya esrog, a new esrog, one per day. If you know that you have an esrog each day, you do your mitzvah of day number one with esrog number one. As soon as you're finished musaf, you finish your aishanis, you can take a bite out of your esrog. You can eat it because you're done with your mitzvah on that esrog. He says, no, you got to wait till the next day. Okay? You took this esrog on day number one. Yeah, I can't benefit from it until day number two. What's the machlekes? Gavaldik, mar sarva lemesvosos, gatsai. One hole is that it's set aside for the mitzvah, like Rabbi Yechiman, yeah? Set aside for the mitzvah. Once you're done your mitzvah, gavaldik, you can benefit from it. I'm sorry. That was Reish Lakish. Umar Sabar Kul Yaimas Katsai. And the other one holds that it's Katsai. Yeah, Reish Lakish. The other one holds the Kul Yaimas Katsai that it's set aside for the entire day. It's also Banal like Rebechanan. And you got to wait for day number two. Beautiful. Banal de Istay Treyumi. We who have two days of Yamtiv, Hechi Abdina. Okay, what do we do? What do we do? We have two days of Yamtiv. I'm Rabbi Shmini Sufik Shvi Asr. So, here's the deal. Since Shmini Atzeres is Safek Shvi, it may w- very well be the seventh day of Yom Tif, So you're not allowed to benefit on Shmini Atzeres. However, Tashi'i Safek Shmini Mutra, we'll call Simchas Torah, the ninth day, which only has the potential. If it's not the ninth day, if Simchas Torah is not, so what is it? Shmini Atzeres. So then certainly I'm allowed to benefit from the Esrog. But Maremar says, no, Afilu Shmini Safik Shvi is Mutter. He says, even even Ashmini uh, Atzeres itself, it's going to be Mutter. Okay? It's only a Safik over here. And um, and uh, it's still going to be Mutter to benefit. The Surah Abdi Kamaremar and Surah they did like Maremar, they allowed people to benefit from their Esregim on Shmini Atzeres. If Shisha Braid Ravidi, Ovid Ka'abai. If Shisha Braid Ravidi did like Abai, Bhokasah. To not benefit from the Esrog on Shmini Atzeres. Okay.
Um, we will Bez Hashem pick up from Amar of Yehuda Bereder Rav Shmuel. We're about four lines from the bottom of the Daf. We will pick up from here Bez Hashem tomorrow. It's a new sugya, a new topic um, concerning the eighth day, which is potentially the seventh day of Sukkot. Whether it's appropriate on what we call Shmini Atzeres and Chutz Laaretz to sit in a Sukkah or not, right? We know practically there's different minhagim. Different customs about this. We're going to get into the sugya, the sugya, the Ezra Hashem tomorrow. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Uh, Mincha Mariv this week is at what time? I didn't look at the. Uh, I'm assuming it's like six thirty. I'm assuming it's six thirty. Mincha Mariv, seven thirty. I'm sorry. So we'll learn Dafyami six thirty. Okay, we'll do six thirty uh, Dafyami this week. All right. Have a wonderful, wonderful day, everybody. Thank you.